It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, hockey fans. Are you ready to brave the wild with me, your buddy, Paladino Joey? It is episode number 56 of Brave the Wild, which is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. It is also July the 8th, 2012. We are ready to rock and roll once again here with some off-season news. The Wild made a few signings, a couple, you know, a couple. Uh, Neil Nate Dog Thiesing has returned. He is back in studio once again. Yay! Oh yeah, there it is. Yep, we missed that last time. Yep, he's feeling a little better. He got it like that. Yep, got it like that. Welcome back, Mr. Thiesing. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yep, but yeah, the Wild made a few moves. Yeah, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, as mentioned, Rave the Wild is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. We thank Dylan Richardson always for making this show possible. On that wonderful website. Hmm. So yeah, the Wild. Yeah, they signed. They signed a few guys. Let's see. Well, they got. Yeah. Well, we've. <laughs> I thought we were going to get rid of Josh Harding, on the last show. I was like, yeah, he's probably gone because uh, we're probably going to bring Matthew Hackett in. You know, and he's going to be the backup. Why keep Josh Harding? Well, but Backstrom's only got one more year left, so well, maybe they'll trade him actually to free up more cap space for a few of our signings. <laughs> so yeah, Josh Harding is inked to a three-year deal. Interesting, huh? Yeah, it is. Uh, like you, I thought he was going to get traded or something, and, but he's a pretty good goalie, I guess. Yeah, he's a solid goalie. Um, yeah, I thought they're going to let him go via pre-agency or maybe who knows what type of deal. Sign him and trade him like one year. They kept signing him to one-year deals the last like three years. It's kind of goofy, mm-hmm. but he's apparently here. And now I'm guessing the long-term. Plan is Harding number one, Hackett number two, and then mm, who knows? Maybe Hackett number one and Harding number two. <laughs> so uh, Harding's salary about two million a year, which is one third the amount of Backstrom's six plus. So, well, yeah, <laughs> that's a big difference, huh? So that's yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's uh, if he does good, you know, I'm sure. You know, he'll get in there. Who knows who's going to prove themselves to be the best goalie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know because Hackett's so new. A lot of people think he's going to be something, but never know. I mean, Harding, it took like seven years for him to really kind of 
be a part of things. He's been in the organization since like oh one oh two, I think. Yeah, it's been a while, about oh one, I believe, with Josh Harding. He was the first goalie ever drafted by the by Doug Risebrow at the time in the Wild. Crazy. But, man, welcome aboard, Mr. Harding, again for the 99th time. <laughs> okay, 2002 draft, second round, 38 overall. Yeah. So, good stuff there. Um, yeah, the Wild made a few other signings. Yeah, they were busy chasing a few guys that we'll mention later. <laughs> They're busy trying to pull off a Miami Heat. Yeah, okay, I didn't say that. I shouldn't use that word, should I? <laughs> but, yeah, the Wild signed Zenin Kanopka. Yeah, Zenin Kanopka. Well, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the Wild signed Zenin Kanopka. He's, uh, yeah, there you go. Well, we're happy for him. No. <laughs> no, I guess he's supposedly a fourth-line center, and, uh, okay, good luck, I guess. Hopefully that works out. Not much, really, overall to say about his career. He's kind of a fourth-line, minor league range, five points last year. Never <laughs> been in the league a while, though. He's actually, yeah, he's as old as Danny Heatley, which is hmm. interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has never eclipsed double digits in points. A couple of years ago, he played all 82 games. That's kind of weird, but <laughs> I guess he's valuable enough to stay in the league. Obviously, he's, oh, and the other key with him is he's a, an enforcer, so he'd be out there to protect uh, protect a couple of guys that are pretty good players that are now going to skate for the Wild. We're not going to mention their names, though. No. No, I don't think we're going to mention their names. Nah. <laughs> they also get Tory Mitchell at the same time, and we're all like, okay, we signed Tory Mitchell and these guys, so what's really going to happen? Are the Wild going to strike out here and not get anybody? First, I thought they were talking about uh, Willie Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, Willie Mitchell ended up <laughs> actually being Tory Mitchell. I guess, I guess he's really fast, and that's good. Hopefully he works out. They actually... His salary was a little uh, on the high side, about three uh, three million dollars for three years. So, you know, his stats a little bit better, and they say how fast he is. So, good luck, I guess. He's been in the league a while. Another San Jose Shark. So, we're kind of San Jose North, I guess, with mm. all the Heatley and Setaguchi and all those guys. <laughs> Gotta like that. So that was pretty much the key. That was our July first uh, day. July first signings. Exciting. <laughs> it was kind of like, oh, Doug Risebrow's back. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We're going to sign third and fourth liners. And, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Trade away draft picks for third liners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty much what Doug Risebrow did best. But, uh, yeah. It's weird, though. I mean, <laughs> as we get closer and closer to talk about the guys that are obviously the centerpiece of this episode, uh,. It really looks like there's been a plan in place for a long time because last year, Chuck Fletcher's whole idea was, um, I almost called him Cliff Fletcher, by the way, excuse me, Chuck Fletcher, his whole idea was, uh, well, we're not going to sign anybody, you know, this was last summer, you know, it's just not the time yet, it's not the time yet, Leopold wanted to hurry up and sign people, of course, the generous owner of the Wild. Mm-hmm. That's a- yeah, he's a very generous owner, he's, uh, he's a good fan, too, of the sport. <laughs> it's like, oh, anything you, oh, it looks like you had something on your... Uh, just, uh, oh, he, yeah, he's a pretty big fan, and, um, he was in Nashville, but, mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm, yep, he was the Nashville owner, which, again, makes things even more interesting. There were, there was a web that 
slowly brought things together here. I mean, it's it's strange because a, a certain defenseman played for the Nashville Predators his whole career, seventh uh, overall pick in 2002 draft, or three, excuse me, uh, same draft as the other guy we signed. <laughs> um, it's interesting. He was the he owned the he owned the same team that that the defenseman played with. <laughs> the Wild acquired a certain defenseman also from Edmonton last year named Tom Gilbert, which has ties to the Twin Cities and has been friends with Suter and Parisi there. I said their names. Sorry. <laughs> he, I guess he, yeah, it's like there's been a long plan here. Almost try to bring all these buddies together. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, yep, well, your uh, Suter's wife is from Bloomington. Zach Parisi, obviously... Parisi, not Parise, from uh, Minnesota all this time. I apologize about that. We have some bells ringing in the background there, but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Parise, Parise. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. They, I had, we was Parise for forever, mm. and then the Olympics a few years ago, they started going with Parise. So now they've screwed that up for like forever now. Yeah. Uh, until we start watching like nine, 99 games of Parise playing for the Wild. There you go. There, there you, you go. go. Oh yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is exciting times here in the Twin Cities. But uh, back to where I was trying to be. Uh, yeah, Parisi, JP Parisi played with the North Stars. Obviously, his son, uh, like a better version, you could say. Parisi was a solid player for the North Stars. Zach Parisi has been a bigger name in the NHL with the Devils for the last seven years. Yeah, went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year and all that. Figured. Oh man, he was so close. You watch him re-sign with the Devils now. It's like, uh, damn it! You know, uh, after all struggling for all those years with the well, good, what used to be a good team, but seemed to not have much success the last few years. Mm-hmm. Then they shocked the world and make the play, not only make the playoffs, but go to the finals, only to lose, unfortunately. Like LeBron in Cleveland. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and Le- and Miami, by the way, they lost one of them. But yeah, uh, you got all these. All this, these webs forming. You got the owner who used to own the Nashville Predators, where uh, Suter played, <laughs> and now you have Ryan Suter, of course. And then you have, uh, and the fun, other funny thing too: both Suter and Cleopold are from Wisconsin. That's even more funny. And they're both Packer fans. Excuse uh, me, I didn't say that. Um, you didn't bring in Tom Gilbert, who had ties to them for a while. He used to play for Bloomington Jefferson. Tom Gilbert has been friends with the both of them. And then all of a sudden, when a lot of us thought, uh, watch, they're both, we're, we're going to strike out. We're not going to get either one. Typical wild offseason. We'll maybe get mm-hmm. like a, another Matt Cullen type who's not bad, but not going to make, not going to change much. Mm, yeah. You know, you know, yeah, you know. <laughs> another second, third line, like guy will be our signature signing. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. I guess, and then I guess they're talking behind the scenes. It's like, that can only mean one thing. Uh-huh. Because Pittsburgh, who was actually trying to be the true Miami Heat of the NHL with uh, Crosby and Malkin, were trying to get Parisi in there, and that would have been the true Miami Heat of hockey right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, talk about, talk about big three, huh? Mm-hmm. That would have been the true Miami Heat. That would have been depressing. Who's our, the big three now, Heatley? And yeah, yeah, for us, yeah. <laughs> and Parisi, and then... Maybe. Yeah, that's the that's the big three at least here. Yeah, in the top line, you could you go if you want to throw Suter in, you take Koivu out. But then again, that's probably mean to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, the Wild were able to pull this thing off. 
And yeah, they were the only team pretty much that had the cap space to do it. Um, worst case scenario, Suter ends up in Detroit. He, he wanted to play in the Midwest, apparently. That was one of the big keys. Mm-hmm. Off, offered a, a, at least $100 million by somebody. They say they wouldn't be clear about it, but 90% chance it was Detroit. Because yeah. it was kind of Detroit or Minnesota with him. That's what he. That's what was the talker. Parisi is like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Pittsburgh, Philly, probably Detroit. Ugh. But they probably couldn't get him if they had Suter. It was just one of those deals because the cap space. Uh, the Wild freed up so much cap space that uh, the two guys said, screw the $100 million, let's go for 98 which is 100 anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and they signed for 13 years. Lucky number is 13. It's like, yeah, we're doing the same handshake that I, uh, I'm sure the owner and the agents were doing, the GM and all them were doing. <laughs> Popping bottles. Yeah, big time. Like, we're imagining a little champagne bottle. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love Twitter, by the way. Twitter. And there's a reason why I love Twitter, because there is no place in the planet you can get news faster. Because it's instant. Like, I was on... I was... You see, it was July 4th, which, of course, the fire... Minnesota... The true fireworks in Minnesota were... Zach Reese and uh, Ryan Suter, <laughs> <laughs> the true fireworks. But um, yeah, the fireworks came early or whatever. I'm going to see my fiance, and it's like it's July 4th. Nothing's gonna happen. Ah, why they have to like keep postponing this? Now you know they won't sign today, so we gotta wait. You uh, know, wait an extra 48 hours or whatever. It's like ah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's just check Twitter. What? <laughs> it says uh, <laughs> Michael Russo, of course, of the Star Tribune on Twitter. All of a sudden, I see this tweet: uh, "Wild sign Suter Parise next." It's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then it's like three seconds later: Parise all done, it's over. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like waiting forever because my fiance is the slowest person in the world. Sorry about that, but she's not listening. So <laughs> I know I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. No, she takes her time getting ready for stuff. And I go from kind of getting, you know, the classic impatient where it's like, oh, why can't we just get going mm. to, <laughs> you know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Forgive the really goofy sound effects there, but I turned my, I just went super giddy. Yeah. I mean, how did you feel when you saw, when you first heard the news? I was, couldn't believe it. Just shocked, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's all these rumors, I believe it was, yeah, the night before on Yahoo and it's like wild speculation there's a possibility these two can come and it's like oh my god uh, huh. wow could nah <laughs> it's like wait a minute they are talking aren't they you know you got this vibe they're talking mm. it's like if they're talking that can only mean one thing <laughs> uh, huh. oh. it can only mean that the Minnesota Wild are about to be uh, a better team immediately mm-hmm Superstars. Superstars. Yeah, I mean, and the good news about the whole superstar thing is, yeah, you get you have Parisi, you have Ryan Suter, who clearly is, is a, yeah, he's better than, uh, I mean, yeah, he's better than Brent Burns. Statistically, he's not as good as Shea Weber, which is the other Nashville super defenseman. Mm-hmm. One, one thing that scares me a little bit about that is, yeah, gosh, Nashville had both of them. They're, they're okay. They weren't, like, dominant, but... I, yeah. I suppose they didn't have like Parisi and Heatley and all them, but no. on that team, no. It's interesting, though. Thought I suppose. Mm-hmm. 
too much defenseman and not enough, uh, you know, front line, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. I'd still like to see us get one more big name up front. And the possibility does exist. That's the good part, because I guess these contracts, front-loaded. Front-loaded. So the cap hit's going to kind of go down, down, down. Uh-huh. That's the good news. Because, yeah, like, you know how a front-load deal works, right? Where it just, it starts at the top and goes, slowly goes down, where... It gets to a point where, yeah, when you think $98 million, holy cow, how much do they make in a year? And I guess the cap hit at this point is 7.5 for each because it is 13 years. It's like forever. Mm. But, you know, when you do like age of 27 plus 13, they're going to be like 40 at the end of the deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interestingly, you know, this is obviously extremely wise the way they did this. By the time they're 40, they'll be making $1 million a year. So uh-huh. it's kind of cool. Yeah. So I, I guess... They're saying how the possibility does exist that we can make other, you know, signings. The cap is set in a way where we can make other signings. And, of course, we were able to do this with Nicholas Backstrom in the roster. Uh, That's going to be $6 million off the books next year. Uh, or via trade or whatever. Yeah, not bad. He's only got one year left, so. Mm-hmm. Possibility exists. Oh, yeah. Sydney? No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> Sydney signed, like, his $13 million, or $13 million, excuse me. 13-year, 100-plus million deal already with uh, Miami Penguins. Okay, just kidding. Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. So the possibility does exist we can sign other guys. The other good news is, boy, we got a lot of nice prospects coming up, huh? Yeah, we do. Now it's another thing we're going to hear about in the press conference tomorrow, Monday at noon. I don't know if this show will be released yet, unfortunately, by then, but maybe. <laughs> at the mercy of uh, iTunes and of uh, the sportsstuff.com just because, you know. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. the uh, All these prospects. Michael Gr- McHale, excuse me, that's another name I forget right. They always call it Michael, but it's McHale. Mm-hmm. McHale Granlin, out of Finland, is going to be on the team for sure. And then you got Charlie Coyle and uh, the draft pick, Matt Dumba, or Dumba, excuse me. Uh, Did you hear much about him? Mm-hmm. Not not too much. You ain't able to catch up with a draft. Yeah, I mean it's 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 hard to do that. But Matt Dumba, of course, uh, he's looked on to be a pretty explosive defenseman. The Wild got him seventh overall in the draft. Okay. Yep. So Matt Dumba, and then you have Jonas Brodine, who was a defenseman last year. Mm-hmm. Another another major prospect addition. Um, yeah, I mean there's there's only so much information you could get on these guys, but overall, yeah, I mean Matt Dumba. Looked on to be um, one uh, an, another great defenseman with the organization. Kuma, nobody's really expecting much out of him. <laughs> um, Tyler Kuma. You got uh, Jason Zucker. You got, yeah, of course, I mentioned Coyle. Johan Larson. Matthew Hackett. <laughs> Just, yeah, that's the goalie, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, some exciting times in the wild system. So that was another reason for the guys to say, well, the toughest part about the decision is, am I going to play him the rest of my career in Pittsburgh, Detroit, or Minnesota, or mm. Philadelphia, or God knows what. Because, yeah, they're having to, having to commit to a team for the rest of their careers. So I guess it came down to not only the fact they're at home and comfortable and all that, but, yeah, the long-term prospects of the team as well looking up, <laughs> looking very up. And then all we need is Madonna, and we're going to win it all. <laughs> Mike Madonna, yeah, he... <laughs> You know, it's funny that you bring that up because he made a, twi- a Twitter, a, a tweet, whatever, saying, oh, with uh, Parisi and Suter, I can make a comeback with, you know, come, I'm coming back to Minnesota. He actually did that. Did 
Yeah, I'm thinking he was just joking from all accounts, but that would have been kind of cool, huh? Yeah. Come on. Come on, come back. Please come back. You know what's really funny? Even more funny about all that? Oh, yeah. That'd be the third guy now like with, uh, that's worn number nine. You know, because you got Koivu. Uh, per- Parisi has to change his number from nine to 11. Okay, uh, that's creepy. Nine, okay. Whoa. Whoa, I better be very careful with that. But <laughs> And then Madonna was also number nine his entire career. Uh, and, yeah, what the heck. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> he comes back and ends up wearing, like, number... Uh, he, no, he can't wear 99, obviously, but 18. Reti- no? Retires as number 9 here. <laughs> oh, and then Koi was like, hey, what the hell? No, <laughs> you can't do that. No. Yeah. Koifu did wear number 21 in his rookie year. Hey, come on, Miko. Uh, come on, Miko. We know you're the captain of the team and everything, but come on. Isn't that a captain move, making way for a legend to come uh, back? Uh-huh. Yep. Come on. Let's go. Uh-huh. What's funny is, too, Zach Parisi is the captain of a team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals. The captain. Now he's coming here where Koivu's the captain. Mm. Interesting. But Zach Parisi's just like, nope, Koivu's the captain. Nothing to worry about. Uh, But I don't don't know. That is interesting. Would you you have a personal preference between the two or not really? Just kind of let it go as is? uh, Like people to prove in their play that they're captain worthy. That's a really good point, yep. Fist pound, there we go. <laughs> That's a really good point right there. And I don't know, to me, to date, I think a certain guy that played in New Jersey has done a little better job of that. I, I don't know, maybe I'm being a little too hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just hope to see something out of Koivu. Yeah. I mean, the good news is I do think the statistics of Koili and Koivu, if they stay healthy, are going to go up big time. Mm-hmm. I would hope, anyway. I mean, yeah. if, they, if they don't go up, that'd be a huge shame. That would be a big shame. Um, Setaguchi's another guy, yep. Setaguchi, son of Gucci. <laughs> Setaguchi better get his uh, his butt in gear as well. I mean, and what did he get? Like, he didn't even get 40 points last year. Whoops, wrong person. But uh, Setaguchi is, <clears throat> is a guy, you know, the Wild are going to have to count on to step up. And i got to think his, his numbers are going to have to go up here. They're going to have to. Mm-hmm. He's been a 30-goal scorer at one point in his career, but it's, uh, it was about four years ago, and at yeah. age 25, come on, let's bring it back. Let's go. Uh-huh. He had a 65-point year in 08. That is pretty good stuff at age 21. Mm-hmm. Come on, Seto, let's go. Hopefully he's growing up a little bit. I hope so. And that would be fantastic if we could get Setaguchi to... If, if he could have a year like that... Holy cow, if he could have like a 31 goal type of year, you know, 30 assists, hey. Never know. Never know. And, you know, and Heatley, you know, I think he's still capable of it because he was kind of a man on an island last year. Mm-hmm. He still managed to get 53 points with the defenseman not really generating much of a power play. Uh, Koivu's okay, but when he's the only guy, you know, he's the only decent center. You know, Cullen's okay, but, mm, you yeah. know. I don't think Healy really played with Colin that much. A little bit. Um, I got to think Healy could be at least 60, 70 points of this improved uh, power play and all that. Yeah. I got to think so. Mm-hmm. This is a, this could be pretty fun. Yeah, sounds mm-hmm. like it's going to be awesome to watch it. Yeah, the ratings are going to be a, a lot higher next year, I got to think. I got to think they're going to be through the roof. But yeah, it's funny how like Suter and Weber, you know, Shea Weber of also of Nashville, 
Shea Weber has had like 50-point seasons. Suter's pretty much topped out in the mid-40s hmm. in his points. So it's still for defense and obviously phenomenal. Definitely a power play quarterback. Uh, an- another indication that gave me hope that, that this u- uh, union could happen here in Minnesota was the way Parisi, you know, and they just said basically that like phone interview or something in the Star Tribune. They basically like uh, talk about Ryan Suter a little bit, and then he just went on and on and on, like about how unbelievably he is and how wonderful. It was basically like how wonderful it would be to play with him in a way, and it's like it was kind of like hinting at that, just how amazing he is and how anybody would want to play with him. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, okay, that's a that's a little seed being planted, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Suter. Yeah, I still can't believe it. It's funny, too. He was the 7th overall pick in 03. Jack Breezy, 17th. Oh, wow. Only three picks ahead of the Wild at 20. They, they took Brent Burns. Mm. Close. Mm. Poor Brent Burns. Poor Brent Burns. Yep, now he's on San Jose. <laughs> Having a good run over there, though, I'm sure. More bells are ringing here in the background. Apologize for that. Ugh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> Sorry. Um... Mm, uh, there's a lots of reason to be excited here. I like a lot of people saying how well a lot of people would tell you, and we noticed it last year. No depth on the blue line for the Wild, but it's obviously a suitor. That's a huge upgrade, and now you got two major draft picks coming in: Brodine and Dumba. Dumba, excuse me, it's not Dumba. That's another one that's getting screwed up. Matthew Dumba or Matt Dumba. Uh, Brodine looked on as a uh, more of a defensive stalwart type. And Dumba looked on him more of as an overall two-way type defenseman. Mm-hmm. So better not look Dumba. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> Said he better not look Dumba. He better not look Dumba out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. That poor guy. You know, you'd think you'd want it to be Dumba. You know, why do you want it? Ah, uh, I remember he when he came on the air, they're like, "Let's clear this up right away." Dumba or Dumba? And he said Dumba. Uh, it's like ah, oh, change it to Dumba, man. No, just just for your own sake. No, <laughs> poor guy. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's just, you know, it opens the door, doesn't it, to a lot of uh, mm-hmm. stuff. He, he better play well, then. Oh, yeah. But amongst all these amazing free agent signings and all these prospects coming in, the most exciting news this offseason, without a doubt to me, the Wild re-sign Stefan Veu. Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, really? <laughs> okay, I'm being sarcastic. Uh-huh. Yeah, they re-signed Veu. Yeah. I don't know why. I really... <laughs> Uh, He's physical, that's great, but okay. What else does he do again? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Jeez. There you go. It's like an old guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's just, it seems like half the team is born in 1981 and the other half was born in 85. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny how that turns out. Yep, he's an 81er like uh, Healy and all them. Um, yeah. Who knows? I mean, maybe it's just kind of a depth move. Like, people get hurt and stuff. He needs to play, you know, he needs some help. They also kept Matt Cassian, who's another enforcer type. Just a monster. 6'5", 240. Yeah, he likes to he likes to mix it up a little bit. And uh, score an occasional goal every 12 games or so. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, okay, I'm not against it. Uh, they kept Justin Falk as well, a gigantic defenseman from... from uh, about as classic a name as you can get, uh, Snowflake, Manitoba. Huh. That's an awesome Snowflake. name. Huh. Isn't that an awesome name that, for a city? That's funny. You know what would be really funny? What? 
What? If Snowflake is anything like the Twin Cities the last week or two. <laughs> <laughs> Snowflake, really? No. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Temperatures hovering around 100, dew points hovering in the 70s. Yuck. Welcome to Cuba. <laughs> Havana, Minnesota. Yeah. But, yeah, we're bounce, I'm bouncing around a little bit, but the whole idea, obviously, is it's off-season. That's what this show is all about. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, really, um, yeah, I mean, I, I even like Stephen Kempfer as well. That's a guy the Wild acquired in trade last year for Greg Zanin. I think that's uh, not bad. <laughs> I mean, statistically, his numbers aren't anything special, but uh, from what I saw from him briefly, it's like, I, I think he can play in this league. So, it's another piece. Just There's pieces all over this roster, I think, that can keep things moving forward in a good way. The Wild, I thought, improved at the end of the year last year, but then again, it's another one of those smoke and mirrors, you know, nothing on the line, you're totally out of the playoffs uh. type of deal. So, we'll see. But uh, I think things look good for the future. Are you excited, Neil? Are you excited? Oh, yeah. Tell me how excited you are. Huh? I'm just... I'm excited. Okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's going to oh. be an awesome year. I think it really is. And, um, come uh, on, Mike Madonna. Come on, Mike Madonna. How cool would that be? Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Mm-hmm. That would be kind of fun. But then they're like, no, we can't uh, We can't stunt some uh, young prospect's growth. How dare you? No. Yeah. <laughs> then again, there's probably no centers. And the center is still, well, yeah, Granlin, obviously. But outside of Granlin, there's not that much. Maybe put Granlin on the second line. Cullen on the, oh, wait, Granlin isn't a center, is he? It's like, I think, yeah, he's one of those guys like Bouchard where it's kind of a mix. He's kind of played both, I guess. But, uh, yeah. The million-dollar question, though, what, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh, it's You're like, don't do this to me. Don't no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 13 years, right, with Parisi and Suter? Sutter? Mm-hmm. Suter. Suter. Parisi and Suter. Oh, and they also signed, uh. Brian Connolly, too. Okay, anyhow. He hasn't played a single game in the NHL yet. <laughs> At 30, no, 27. But anyhow, um, over the 13-year span of their contracts, Parisi and Suter, mm-hmm. do the Wild win a Stanley Cup? Oh. <laughs> That's a toughie, huh? huh? I think if they get some, uh, some more guys in here, like, who knows, you know. Possibility exists. Just with our team that we played last year kind of stinks. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how the first couple months it looked like there was hope, and yes, Granlund is a center. I mean, I keep getting confused with some <laughs> positions, but I thought he was a center, but I've heard people talk about him as a wing, too, which <laughs> drives me nuts. I actually have heard it, like, several times, honestly. But, uh, yeah, i got to think there's going to be Koivu first line, obviously, Granlund second, Cullen third. That'd be great. Oh, and Brozniak, holy schmuck. Uh, there, well, I guess there's your center's uh, Madonna. So maybe Granlin will place him forward if they brought in Madonna. <laughs> That'd be funny, but I kind of doubt it. But you never know. Um, what was I leading towards? Uh, but yeah, I mean, there is obviously there's always a possibility they could bring in at least another solid, maybe a, uh, a younger Andrew Brunette type, maybe to come with because he was he was a sixty point guy, you know, when he was you know. Going strong, Andrew Brunette. You bring in a like a twenty-seven-year-old Andrew Brunette. Ooh, yeah, I was surprised that he left. Yeah, 
It was mostly the wild, though, the whole, like, we're going young and brunettes trying to chase a ring type of deal. Uh-huh. It's kind of, it was a combination of both. But, yeah, still, it was disappointing to see him leave, though. Mm-hmm. As of right now, he's still a free agent. But, Is he? Uh-huh. Well, Signed just a one-year deal with the, the Hawks. The Hawks? It's your favorite team, isn't it? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the North Stars and the Hawks. That was a great rivalry, wasn't it? Do yeah. You, do you miss it? Yeah, I do. Oh, man. I, I, I miss those days. I mean, the Wild need a rival. It was Vancouver for a while. Now it's like, I think it's Dallas, honestly. That's just me. You think so? Mm-hmm. You think that's a... Guys like Steve Ott, you know, they tend to mix it up. I mean, he mixes it up big time with his team. Yeah. Steve Ott is like kind of like a a very ill, obviously, a, yeah, he's, he's a goon on the Dallas Stars. And it seems like he's constantly getting things going with the Wild. So. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, Mario Lachia is another major prospect, but you don't hear about him as much. And Zach Phillips, there we go. Oh, and yes, the Wild uh, draft Louis Nanny, Luis, Luis Nanny, or Louis Nanny, seventh round pick. Does that name sound a little familiar? Mm-hmm. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the North Stars uh, got a. We're gonna take Madonna um, with uh, the first overall pick. Uh, Okay, <laughs> I, I love Lou Nanny with that deep voice. Yeah. That guy was born to be like uh, in front of a microphone, mm-hmm. and I've met him. I got an autographed card from him. Oh, wow. Legendary. Oh, well, yeah, he was. A, yeah, he was really good. North Stars defensive in the '60s and '70s. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, Lou Nanny. We got his grandson. Now, not his son. His grandson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lou. Lou's seventy already. Can you believe that? Mm-mm. He's a seventy-year-old guy now, but. uh yeah, so it's 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 in his blood, I guess. Uh. <laughs> uh, um, Lou's Lewis's dad works in the Wilds' uh, front office, I believe, if I remember correctly, or was it his uncle? Um, but he, he told him, "Don't draft me," because he figured <laughs> I don't want all that pressure. Oh yeah, you know. And then it's like all of a sudden he finds out because you know seventh round pick, you're not going to hear about it the, immediately maybe mm-hmm. and he's like what the heck you know <laughs> but he's like okay it's fun like he didn't want the pressure of like getting drafted and having to come to <laughs> possibly come to Minnesota but uh, it, it happened uh-huh. and it's like in, in hindsight after it does happen it's like okay cool it's funny though I mean um, there's really a, a Minnesota feel to the Wilds future and the present Zach Parise Parise excuse me mm-hmm. obviously he's the biggest of them all now yeah um, Matt Cullen from you know Matt Cullen's Minnesota, and obviously won a cup with uh, Carolina Hurricanes. It's a me, Mario Lucia, <laughs> whichever you said that last year. Yeah, I'll do it again. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> Mario Lucia, the son of Don Lucia, the two-time national champion Gophers. Uh, Eric Halla is not from Minnesota; he's from Finland, but he lives in Minnesota now. Uh, Seventh round pick by the Wild last year, I believe, or was it? Two? Yeah, last year. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. There's stuff all over the thing. Uh, yeah, but of course, Louis Nanny, also a member of this team, they really like to draft these Minnesota guys, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> draft and sign. There is a lot of Minnesota feel to this team, and it's kind of exciting, huh? Yeah, it's awesome. Isn't it cool? Mm-hmm. It's very cool. It's up and down the. It's really up and down the the system and the and the roster in general. But yeah, the biggest fish of them all. We we find we it really happened. Uh, You're thinking it was a pipe dream, and it happened. Yeah. 
Oh, say it one more time. Let's say it one more time. Zach Parise is going to play for the Wild next year. Oh, my God. And the next 13 years. Oh, yeah, 13 years. you got to be kidding me. (laughs) A lot of years. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. Oh, and, yep, Nate Prosser is also from Minnesota. Elk River, that was the other one. Yep, Nate Prosser, (laughs) he played with Elk River, uh, you know, high school and all that. Big rival of uh, Bacchus. That's out in St. Louis. Yeah. I read this. He was really going at him. It was funny. They're actually big rivals from high school. I was reading his lips dropping FU bombs, shaking his head at him like, bleep you, bleep you, bleep you, <laughs> at, at Bacchus, of, who's the captain of the St. Louis Blues. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. <laughs> He's going at him. Fuck you, you know. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, seemed like the whole that whole game, everybody was jawing at him. It was weird. Everybody on the Wild. I still remember this game with the Wild and Blues earlier in the year when it looked like the Wild were going to do something back then, but uh, yeah. remember what happened there. Yeah. December 13th. There you go. December 13th, I release a show called The Wild or the, or the Best Team in the NHL. We lose to Winnipeg one night, have a heartbreaking overtime loss to Chicago the next night, and uh, we lose like a thousand games later. Don't do it again, Joe. I'll never do it again. I'm really sorry, all of you out there. I know I'm a huge part of the blame there. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm actually saying that with sincerity, sadly. That was bad. Yeah. Oh, because they, it's the timing that proves to you that, you know, I did jinx him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So the Minnesota Wild will be uh, good next year. Don't get too close to me, Joe. Yep. <laughs> the Minnesota Wild will be a good team next year. There we go. I hope so. I hope so. You think they'll make the postseason? No, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I think they have to, but well, we'll see. I mean, then again, I mean, I thought last year they were going to be the eighth seed. And then they, all of a sudden they're number one for like two months. And then it's like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, okay, there's a drop-off. Cool. We'll be the sixth, seventh, eighth seed. Whatever. We'll still make it. Nope. <laughs> Didn't even come close. Didn't come within a rat's, you know, chance and you know what. You know, it was uh, It was rough. But it's over, and here we come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, jinx. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, here they come. Any closing thoughts you might have? or? Oh, not really. Just hope that they do better this year with all their prospects and stuff. And mm-hmm. Gotta go prove it. Very tough state. Yeah, it's been, that's the other thing, too, with the, all the Minnesota guys. We've we've had a lot of guys come here, you know, that were from Minnesota, obviously, and then they'd struggle, like Mark Parrish. Uh, Hendrickson did work out for the most part. He was never supposed to be great. He was good, Hendrickson. Mm-hmm. He was scored the game-winning goal in Game 7 in Vancouver back in 03. That was insanely awesome. Uh, that was the biggest goal in Wild history, even bigger than uh, Brunette's. But, um mm. Is something on your mind? Yeah. I'd like to see Burnett back and mm-hmm. maybe Madonna. That would be cool. I mean, <laughs> you talk about some veteran. That's definitely some veteran uh, energy coming in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madonna is going to be a tender age of uh, 42. <laughs> uh-huh. Bruno's going to be pushed in 39. Yeah, born in 73. So huh. definitely some age, but it'd be fun. Yeah, that would. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be awesome. Especially if we won the cup, then Brunette could... Finally, have a ring, poor guy. Mm. Still, still a free agent. There you never know. Ew. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Who's going to make the team out of these prospects? I'm looking forward to finding out here. 
A lot of indications. All coils, obviously, extremely good. Phillips, all these other guys. It's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's a huge thing coming into next year, like you mentioned. It's time to go prove it, and yeah, it is. It's absolutely time to go prove it. Because yep. we've had a lot of guys come in. You know, here we go. This guy's gonna be big time, and then oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Three yeah. seasons later, we're, like, dying to get him out of here. Yeah. Uh, so, hopefully that can change this time around. Yeah. A lot of indications are we're in good hands right now with uh, Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Let's go wild. Let's yep. go wild. Let's play hockey, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I mean, when... When you hear nothing but good things about six, seven, eight prospects, I got to think a good, a good, uh, at least two or three are going to work out. I got to hope. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it hinges on. Because you got the big, you got the big fish. Now it's time for the little fish to to, to do their part as well, to, to to grow and become big fish as well, mm-hmm. the old-fashioned way. You know, the draft. Yeah. Detroit and Pittsburgh. Maybe help some mm-hmm. of these younger guys become bigger fish. Exactly. Yep. The Dumbas and all them. So that's pretty much what it's all about. That's what brought these guys to Minnesota in the first place, besides obviously being, you know, the, all the billion ties to Minnesota. Mm. It's the the hope, too, the long-term hope. Yeah. Hope and change. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that, but we'll see. So with that, I mean, a very exciting offseason. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't be happier right now. Yeah. I couldn't be. We, we, we did it. So with that, I guess uh, if you have if you have any closing thoughts, oh, other than not really, just go wild. Go wild, yep. That's the hope. That's where I can stand as well. So with that, we'll get to the contact details. Um, we'll Brave the Wild is available on the sportstuff.com and on iTunes, as mentioned before. Do call into the phone lines 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. <laughs> it is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Uh, mention you're calling in for Brave the Wild because you want to mention which show it is. And comment, question, shout out. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of shout outs, I would think, out there. Some of you, somebody call in 209 736 7877. will be very cool. Uh, do join the message boards on the sportsstuff.com. Click on the button that says TSS Boards. Get your screen name, sign up, and get on those boards and talk hockey. Simple as that. Uh, there's a Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Brave the Wild. And on Facebook, you can also join the page. Type in Brave the Wild and uh, click on the one that says company, not group. Company, not group. <laughs> and there you go. Get on there and chat. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yep. Oh, up, Jared Palmer. There you go. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's all these other guys. Uh, Brett Balmer, that's the other major prospect since I got to name all the prospects. On every show to avoid getting ripped on an iTunes, yeah, SOB. Okay, anyhow, somebody out there uh, will not be named ever. Um, again, thanks for listening, and uh, it's most exciting. This is about as exciting as I've ever been as a as a Wild fan. It seemed like the North Stars never could get the big name either, mm-hmm. other than a good draft pick here and there, way way back. Yeah, you know, way back. So unprecedented in Minnesota sports. We are ready to rock and roll. Next okay. year, <laughs> oh, but there's one last, ah, one last thing. Let's pray to God there's no lockout. There's KB. Oh yeah, because the CBA is up and the lockout is looming. Mm, that's uh, that's the crappy part. So it's just like basketball last year. Oh, let's just pray. Fold your hands. No lockout. 
<laughs> we will we will as with that we will bid adieu and we'll be back hopefully sooner than later. <laughs>